baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Monday morning, March 6th, the NFL Combine is in the books. Next up, I guess, Mike Detelier, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk, The Draft. Where am I missing Yeah, something? well, it's a free agency, free agency and, that's right. and, and then the draft. So, yeah, we got a couple days and then all these tags uh, that you can put on some players for teams um, is going to happen. And then free agency, then the draft. All right, so so the next step is you decide who you want to tag as the um, what is it the either either exclusive or non-exclusive uh, tag on a player, and basically uh, something that uh, you can either match someone else's offer for a particular player and get compensation. So uh, that that's going to happen for for not everybody, but for a few teams that want to try to protect some of the uh, players that they have on there. Giants in particular have a big decision because of uh, Daniel Jones asking for over $40 million a year at quarterback. So wait, let me interrupt uh, for one second so I understand. He can go out and test the waters, and if he gets an offer for $58 million, the Giants have the right to match that if they want, and he can't leave? And he can't leave, and you would get, uh, for the Giants, it would be two first-round picks. Same thing with Lamar Jackson. And I think that's the one everybody is sort of watching for out in Baltimore. Uh, Bob and I have talked about this since the end of the season, that, you know, just reading the tea leaves, knowing a little bit about how that situation has transpired, it looks to me that, they have come to a point where they can't come to an agreement. And so they're going to they're gonna put the tag on Lamar Jackson. And he's going to get a lot of offers out there uh, if it's the non-exclusive one because then you would know what his market is. Someone could actually set the market for him. He signed a contract. You match it. Or you deal him away for two first-round picks. I think for a lot of teams, they'd be more than willing to give up two first-round picks for Lamar Jackson. Young quarterback, uh, if anybody saw that game the Saints played against the Ravens, he was on another level. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I mean, he destroyed that Saints defense, uh, basically, uh, by himself. And so he's the one guy. I think everybody wants to see what happens because this has been well over a year they've tried negotiations with Lamar and they have not been able to get anything done with him. A lot of it is because of guaranteed money. Also think some hard feelings between him and the organization. He wants out and with a NFC South with no kind of compass at quarterback for a number of teams with Carolina, Atlanta, Tampa, Saints make that offer to Lamar. 
you know, for whatever reason, I thought he was older than he is. He's 26. Joe Burrow's yes, 26. Patrick Mahomes older than he is. And you don't you don't realize that that to me, I thought he was older and didn't have that many years left. But given his style of play, does that factor into you, you hate to talk about somebody at 26 years old as being old. That sounds crazy in and of itself. But the way he plays, can his body sustain a longer career? He has had some injuries. Let's, uh, you got to put all the cards on the table, and he has had some, and some of it is because of his style of play. Mm-hmm. But he's won 74% of his games he started. That's not a lot of guys walking uh, this earth that has won 74% of their games at the pro level. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you've got that, a long sort of uh, resume. And it's not, don't give me this three or four game stuff. He's He has started a lot of games in this league, and their team is totally different without him. You would have to consider that because of his style of play. But, man, for me to only have to give up two first-round picks for Lamar, uh, I would do it in a heartbeat. It wouldn't even be a consideration. Wow. Easy, easy choice uh, for me. Now, again, let's see kind of where they go with this tag or no tag with it. I, I can't believe that you've been in negotiations now for well over a year, and all of a sudden now you're going to come up with a deal. Um, so it's uh, put the Ravens in quite a spot here. Yeah. The franchise tag is you can't go anywhere. You, you got one franchise tag, and you can do it for, what, two years? I got that yep. right or not? Yep. Yeah. And have the Saints used that on anybody yet? They have not this year. Okay. Though there is some train of thought that, that that's a possibility they could, but um, I think the Saints want to try to get a deal worked out big. The one thing with a player when you sign that is just a normally a one year deal, and and most agents and and players they don't want to sign a one year deal. You know that there's no uh, kind of substance to that, but it helps you protect the player from just leaving your your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that, that's going to be a few teams that are going to use it, and they're going to try to continue to negotiate with that player in that time frame. Most of the time you've done it. I know, I remember the coach years back did it on Peyton Manning. They were close to a deal but didn't have it done and used it and then signed them, I guess, maybe a few weeks later. So you see a lot more of that done. You signed him in. With Lamar situation, which is unique because of the fact it is rare. In this business, a 26-year-old starting quarterback uh, who has won that many games, 74% of his games he started, he's won, and has been an MVP in this league and could be available. All right, let me take a break here, Mike. We'll pick it up. we come back with Derek Carr. I'm going to ask the audience at 504-260-1870. That's the Oakland Art Jeweler talk and text line. Text in and let me know. Would you give up two number ones? Do you think it's prudent of the Saints? Would you pull a trigger, give up two number ones to get Lamar Jackson in here? And, Mike, what's his health condition? He's ready to play or not? 
He's ready to play. All right, ready to start uh, come September. 504-260, two number ones. That's what it's going to cost, and then they'll work out the cash. Uh, 620 and a half. Time for traffic now, WWL. WL, a text line, Mike. Absolutely give up two number ones for Lamar Jackson. The NFC South is weak with no established quarterbacks. The Saints would be a lock for division champs. Another one says, I want Lamar. No, 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 says this one. And don't sign Carr. Just re-sign Dalton. Sell the assets off that you have. Get salary cap under control. Get younger. Maybe just get the first and second pick in 2024 and get a real long-term franchise quarterback and rebuild. But when it comes to salary cap, that's I think people sometimes look at that as kind of like a credit card and you got to get it paid off. But in a way it is, but in another way, you can always manipulate those numbers, right? Yeah, and, and I don't have an issue with manipulating numbers on players that I'm going to keep for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it becomes sticky is when you're extending um, the salaries of a player that you know uh, in a year from now or maybe so you, you're not going to keep. So that's where it becomes sticky, and there's no guarantee that you're going to get the first or second pick in 2024. Okay, and I've heard a lot of that. Uh, Let's just take it. You know, come on. There's no guarantee that you're going to get that opportunity to pick a Caleb Williams. Uh, That, okay, that, that will happen for one team, but for the 31 others, it won't happen. So, you uh, I get it. If you want to live in the fantasy world, and there is that you can sort of play in today, um, you know, and, and if it's Madden or other games, but <laughs> in the real-life NFL, that's not necessarily the case. And it may have been like that at one point, but it's not now, not with free agency. No, because you're stuck in the middle. You're like in purgatory here. You're, you're good enough that you're going to win too many games not to get the first or second pick in the draft, and you're not good enough to get yourself into the playoffs today. So you're stuck. Mm-hmm. You're stuck in the middle. And I would say probably there are about um, 16 or 18 other teams just like you. Tell me about uh, Derek Carr. What's going on with him? Tommy, last week uh, I talked to enough agents that they had told me that indications are that the Saints were in the lead spot to land Derek Carr. Uh, That happened up until, I guess, yesterday. And Jeremy Fowler uh, from ESPN had a little snippet that the Jets were in a slight lead to get Carr over the Saints. So here you got a little bit of I don't know what's the best term to use. I don't know if it's information or misinformation. Maybe here you have a spot because with the Jets, I think there is no doubt their general manager, Joe Douglas, and Robert Sala, their head coach, would want Derek Carr as their new quarterback. But the owner there, Woody Johnson, wants Aaron Rodgers. And so there's a little bit of a pull and tug here. Would they, are they willing to sort of wait this out 
to see what Aaron says, and who knows when he's going to say it, or are they going to make a move toward Derek Carr? So this looks to be almost a, a dead heat to the finish between Saints and Jets for Derek Carr. Woody Johnson is every bit as got his fingers in the pie as does Jerry Jones. He's just not as uh, forthright about he's it. Not right? as vocal about not it. Not as vocal about it. But he's every bit as much involved, is he not? Yeah, and he's one of the richest owners in sports. Uh, if you've heard of Johnson and Johnson, that's right. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, he's he got a little Johnson bit of a from. stake in that. Yeah, uh, he got some money. Speak. All right, we'll take a yeah. break. More with Mike to tell you when we come back. Five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. If you have any questions or comments, we'll talk about what LSU players look good at the combine and what free agent. Six forty five, quarter till seven. Tommy Tucker, Monday morning. Big problems. If you're trying to get across the Mississippi River on the Crescent City Connection, there's an overturned vehicle before the St. Charles exit. And again, that's heading from Metairie toward the West Bank. Before the St. Charles exit, you're going to have to take the exit on the shoulder to get down on Calliope, and then you're going to have to get back up on the bridge after that. And you can imagine the tie-ups are extensive. So from New Orleans East, you might consider a ground option. And if you're coming in from Metairie, you might consider the UEP Long Bridge. More with Mike Detelier, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. Mike, what about Hendon Hooker? What, first of all, let me take a step back. On the combine, some players chose, some quarterbacks chose to throw, some didn't. They weren't required to do everything, right? No, you're not required to do anything. Uh, you can be like Bryce Young and go in for the individual um, interviews and the uh, medical testing. And then, you know, you, you do your own thing at your own pro day. That, that was a big thing at LSU. A lot of times the guys there would just kind of pick and choose what they wanted to do and then would do everything at their pro day. So that's basically up to you. But you want to be there because the most important thing with the combine is the individual interviews that you have with teams. This is a job interview and also the medicals. Somebody texts in about Hendon Hooker. I got two texts. One says he's too old and hurt. The other one says, um, can the Saints get him with with a first-round pick? Talk about that, Mike. He's 25 years old. It's not like he's 35. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is 27, by the way. Okay. He's mature. Uh, Would you rather have a 21-year-old who, you know, is an immature young man still making sort of mistakes in life. And you can make him at 25. But the one thing with Hooker, he's, he is coming off the knee injury, and he's made great progress with that. Um, I, In my opinion, he would be a very early second-round pick. And I'm talking about real early. Well, the but Saints I have could a, see a team. They got a late first-round pick, though, the Saints yes. do, right? Yes, they well, that's do. That's close to an early second-round pick. That's very close because on the board I have only have 24 first, legitimate 24 first-round pick grades. Mm-hmm. So from 25 to 45, that's not a heck of a lot of difference numerically. And I think most teams are like that. So the stuff about being too old and being too hurt, okay, he hurt his knee. You know how many guys in this league are coming off of injuries one way or another? Uh, you know, it's somebody who doesn't understand the game at all, the clueless about it, that that particular type situation, that was the knock on Joe Burrow. Oh, he's old mm-hmm. coming into this league. Uh, I think you've got people a certain age that have a certain number in their head. 
uh, about. He's got to be 22 or 23 years old. Okay, if he's not, uh, are you going to make a decision? If I pass on him, i got to play against him. Yeah, it's not the model. It's the mileage. Yeah, right? exactly. And, uh, man, this... I got to spend some time with him at Manning Camp. Yeah. And you talk about a mature young man, hardworking, a leader, can make all the NFL throws. Where was Tennessee? I would like you to ask the texter that sent that. Where was Tennessee before him two years ago? And look where they were the last two years. So let's talk That's about how big of a difference he made. So let's talk about late first round, early second round, how close they are. The Saints have a late first round pick. Could you see the Saints drafting Hendon Hooker with their number one pick, or would they have to, or somehow moving, negotiating, get to where they had to? Tommy, I think for any other position, you probably say, we've spent all this money and time on a board. We're not going to move off of it. But when it comes down to a quarterback, (laughs) you best move off that board because you might not get that chance early in round two. You might not. Uh, Again, it's it's always the chancy part of it. Uh, I heard Daniel Jeremiah tell a story I heard Doug Peterson tell me. When they were in Philly, they wanted Russell Wilson, really wanted him. And they had him graded a certain way and were waiting for him to fall to them at a certain position. He got picked by Seattle, just picks before they were going to select him. And they ended up with Nick Foles. Now, Nick did help him win a Super Bowl title. But Russell Wilson could have ended up in Philly. And I heard Jeremiah tell the story this weekend that Doug Peterson had told me years ago uh, about, you know, that spot where they almost got Russell. If you want a player at that position, you better pick him when you get a chance to. See, we could take a break here, but this seems like a no-brainer to me because we if you were to say number one spot, the Saints need help, it's quarterback. And if Hendon Hookers could be that guy – and you got this number one pick, it would seem like that that should take care of itself. But we'll talk about what you think when we come back, what the Saints think, more importantly. And then if that if those are your plans, well, why would you even think about Derek Carr? So I'm trying to put all this together. Mike, you can help us when we come back. Big traffic troubles heading toward uh, the West Bank from Metairie and the East. Courtney is here with a look at that on WWL. 6.56, 4 till 7. couple of minutes left with Mike Dettelier talking about hand and hookers. So, Mike, if he's projected to be late first round, early second round, Saints have a late first round pick, and he would be a guy that could be the guy, correct? Why would we even fool around with Derek Carr or um, the, uh, what was the other one? Lamar Jackson. Oh, if it's Lamar, I I would go all out for Lamar. I'm going to be honest with you. If all I have to do is give up two first-round picks, uh, I'm in. Now, there is a financial situation there uh, that he wants most of that contract, if not all of it, guaranteed, like what the Browns did with Deshaun Watson. So you got to come up with that financial decision. But if you're the head coach of the Saints today, if you're in Dennis Allen's shoes, uh, you can pick Hendon Hooker, and let's say you either use your late first or early second on Hendon. You're not 100% sure Hooker is going to be there for the first game of the season since he is coming off the knee injury. And are you going to play the 2023 season with a rookie quarterback? 
I think he's made up his mind. Hey, listen, if I'm going to survive, I have to go out and get a veteran quarterback because it'll be I'm coaching a team for someone else uh, for 2024. Mm. He, he wants the veteran that can win for him now. There is no doubt. You don't have to read the tea leaves. It is real simple. But that's where Mickey Loomis he comes in. Carr. That's where Mickey Loomis comes in, right? Yes, he does. But you know, Mickey also is a point of, hey, I have to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and my best chance to win this year is with a veteran quarterback. And there is no doubt. There is no tea leaf reading here. It's reality. The guy they want is Derek Carr. They've made that decision internally that that's the guy they want now here's the big question mark does Derek want them Mm. you know and so we're still waiting on that part but I think by the end of the week you will have a decision all right so if Derek Carr squirts them and goes to either New York or Green Bay probably uh, New York I would guess but if he does that then Saints do what? Move on to Lamar Jackson, starting figuring, okay, and, and getting the message straight that, look, here's the deal. We're, we got a new quarterback coming in. And, and has the league changed? Can you is, – is it now you don't sit on a bench for a couple of years now? You're a rookie. You're a number one pick. You're getting all this money. You play. Yeah, uh, Mahomes did it. He sat for a year. Uh, he only played in one game as a rookie. Alex Smith was the bridge guy. And Alex was a good bridge guy, to be honest with you. Now, Mahomes is a next-level talent, unbelievable talent. But today, if you're a rookie, they want to play you. Joe had to play. Joe got hurt, uh, had, had the severe knee injury uh, as a rookie player. Uh, so there's different ways to look at it. But to be honest with you, on this team, the way they are thinking, the Saints are thinking, they want Derek Carr. And it's not a ifs, ands, or maybes. They, they've they gone all out for Derek. The question mark is, does Derek want them? Thank you, Mike. We'll be listening this afternoon on Sports Talk. I saw a commercial with Alex Smith over the weekend about some kind of slippers or something, and I saw the scars on his leg. Oh, my God. Take a break, come back, talk about LaToya, and a recall of WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 